Yo, yo, let me gab at you a minute. Fuck him up, Mark. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) There's been a lot of Resident Evil content dropped in the cinematic and television and streaming universes as of late over the last two years, and it's been kind of a lot. Are we just going to call it cinematic universes for everything now? It's, yeah. I don't know. What do you want to call it? No, that's fine. I was just curious. I I didn't get the memo that we adjusted this for. In the world of cinema, there's been a lot of Resident Evil. Resident Evil. The R.E.U. That better. <laughs> the None of it's connected, though. All of it is disconnected. Right? Well, they're like so first 27 so... movies as W.S. Anderson. Are we talk. talking about Resident Evil? We are. Oh, okay. Yeah, so right, John. There was how many of those? The Six. Ten. Paul W.S. Anderson. Somewhere between 10 and 27. Not to be confused with Paul S. Anderson. No. Right. They should have made one of them change their names. Why he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that series ended. And then all of a sudden, everybody online was like, we're going to make a show. We're going to make a CG thing. We're going to do a movie. And it's like, wait a minute. Y'all calm down. I think that was Capcom that said that. I don't think it was everybody <laughs> online. I think Capcom was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put a bunch of money into this franchise. Well, they made it very confusing. So the first thing to come out, correct me if I'm wrong, was that CG program on Netflix called Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. No, that's the most recent one. Oh. <laughs> there was... <laughs> the last thing is what there, he meant to there say. There are six or seven... Paul W. S. Paul W. Anderson movies, the Mia Jovovich ones. Which, well, right, I'm talking after that. I know. Post. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll okay, get to that. Okay. Let me let me do my thing, you guys. Resident Evil timeline. Yeah. Post right. Anderson. Post universe. Yes, the the PAU. <laughs> and um, after the, during that time, they actually did a couple animated films. There are a total of four animated films. Infinite Darkness being the latest one on Netflix, which is four mm-hmm. episodes long. I think I caught one back in the day called Degeneration. Yes, Degeneration. Was, I think was the first the the, the one of the middle ones. And it was one of the most like it was awful. big budgeted. Yes, it was awful. And I banded the CG movies from then on out. I was like, this is bad. Okay, well, the CG has gotten incredible. It's really good. The voice acting and the animation still leaves quite a bit to be desired. I actually watched a couple of them in preparation for this dumbass episode. I watched Infinite Darkness. I watched two episodes of that. Trash. Hmm. Evidently, zombies attack the White House, baby. Oh, neat. Yes, they do. Now, I learned something already in the first five minutes of this podcast. Capcom makes Resident Evil. <laughs> These are the Street Fighter people. Correct. Yes. Same company. Wow. Cap- okay. Cap- Why have there not been a crossover movie? Resident Evil cross. Street Fighter. Yeah. yeah I want to see like, all right, Jean-Claude's a little old now. So that, you know, but there was an opportunity there where he could have come in and fought some zombies. Well, let me blow your mind for okay, just a minute. Please do. Can, can I finish my thing before you guys blow people's minds? Okay, go ahead. I know you're dying to blow something, Mark. But well, my mind's already blown that Capcom okay. is the so maker. So there was four animated films, then there was the Resident Evil TV show that just came out on Netflix literally this week, or the week before, whenever this episode comes out, and starring Lance Reddick and some other people that I can't remember their names. So that's basically the Resident Evil plus cinematic whatever. Oh, yes, plus this movie. Episodic. They the sure. Resident Evil episodic uh, live adventures, oh, but it's not live action because some of it's CGI. Well, the, the new one is. Yes, this one yes. is. But the, yeah, the the previous one's CG. Or at least partially live action. All right, now hold on. Proceed with blowing John's mind. Yeah, please do. Because okay. if you tell me that there is one, I'm going to be very happy. Well, but, it's not that cool. Damn. Uh, <laughs> actor Neil McDonough, who's a, plays Doctor William Birkin in this, uh-huh. played M Bison in the Legend of Chun Li Street Fighter movie a few years ago. Okay, so there is crossover opportunity. Right, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're talking about the Capcom universe, so... Yeah, he's on their short list of white men they want in movies. Yeah, I dig it. Okay. Capcom's my favorite game company, so I'm not going to talk bad about Capcom. They've made some missteps, but... Well, you're allowed to. 
constructive criticism is always welcome. Right? It would not be constructive criticism. Yeah. It'd just be screaming <laughs> that I never got a Darkstalkers game. Well, tell us a little more about the CG thing, Garrett. Is it attached to the video games in the least? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Basically, Claire is in a fake Middle East country after a zombie outbreak happens with some militants, and she's piecing together what's going on there, and it's very forced. It's not great. Her voice actress is... I don't want to belittle voice actors because it's hard It's hard to be a great voice actor. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my God, the delivery of some of these lines is so bad. Like, she's in a war-torn, like, recovery, like, fake Somalia-type place. And she's like, hi, little guy. Aren't you happy to be here? And he's like, he's mute. And he saw horrible things. He can't talk anymore. He's in trauma. And she's like, do you like to draw? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> you maybe, maybe take it down just two notches, lady. So she's doing that, and basically you realize that Umbrella's responsible for all this bullshit here. Leon is, you know, back in action. He's on his way back to the White House because the White House is finding out what's going on. The White House gets attacked by zombies. It, it's just not great. It, the voice acting is not great. The, the shots, the game angles and the, the, the shots and the, the cinematography they use in the games is fantastic. In this CG movie or series, some of the shots are just extremely like wide shots for no reason. It's an empty hallway. Some of the choices visually are just baffling in this. Boring cinematography. Boring, just shots that don't really add any kind of like impact to what the action that's happening. Um, A lot of fast cuts. So you don't really get to see a lot of what's going on, but they try to do that like realistic, like kind of like, oh, the camera's running with you. And it's like, yeah, I'm seeing a dude's shoulder. That's it. Like pull back. Hmm. It's my same problem with Transformers 1. I want to see two giant robots fight, not gears inside of a robot move around. Yeah, that's fair. Quick search on IMDb. These are the same voice actors that did the remakes of the video games. Well, then they must have really stepped it up for the video games because in the (laughs) movies, and maybe it's just the way they play out. The the video game cutscenes look so much better. Really? So they're I mean, not the, C- the CG there. The CG is really good. The CG is really good, but I'm just saying, like the the layout, the the shots and stuff like that, seems so much better in the game. So maybe just in the game, I'm willing to accept choppier voice yeah. acting. You think it's a a victim of stretching out a shorter idea for an episodic television program? I feel that way about 90 percent of episodic everything out nowadays. Mm. So I'm going to be extremely biased and say yes. This could have been a hour and a half movie, just as awesome. Again, it's- I didn't finish it. I only got halfway through and I had to stop. Is the, the, the story and the creativeness is now suffering at the hands of the streaming wars, right? Everybody's got to have a television show. Obi-Wan, for instance, could have been an hour and a half, two-hour movie. I know? liked Obi-Wan's length, but yes, it could have been cut down. It did not need to be six episodes. That could have been a three to four episode yeah. thing. So everybody needs your eyeballs and your service streaming monies. Yeah. Also, fuck service streaming for basically now making me wait weekly for episodes. Put it all out at once. Let me watch it, get it done with, and get back to my life. I do not need to come back every week and be like, did you see what happened this week on insert show here? That's the Netflix model, right? They're starting to do more like, here's the dump, and then we'll wait a week or two or a month, and then we'll dump the last well, two. Well, yeah. Netflix streamer. was always big on just dumping everything at once. You right. binge it. But the problem is, is now if you have six episodes and you release it weekly, well, guess what? You've got six weeks worth of subscription and that's not just one month of someone watching it in a weekend that's at least two months of full membership now and they want the viewers to be talking about it longer yeah i actually I like the weekly i prefer it i do, do like yeah i do I, it gives me time to sit with like an episode of something and you know actually talk about that episode and everyone's sort of at the same spot so it makes spoilers easier 
I don't know. I prefer it. Which I would be okay with. If, if it bothers you that much, wait till it's done and then watch it all at I once. I often do. <laughs> well, we're just going to have to live with it, boys. This is the way of things. Let's get back on topic. So Infinite Darkness, I was going to ask, where does this fall within the video game timeline? After four. Okay. Leon's got a relationship with the president. He's basically big wig in the U.S. government of like, you need something solved? Call Leon S. Kennedy. This guy from the movie? <laughs> oh, oh, we're going to get to that. <laughs> this game, or I'm sorry, this game, this show also does the same crap that this movie did that drove me crazy. It's all like, who's coming in? Oh, that's, you know who he is. What's your name? Leon. Leon S. Kennedy. What's your name? Claire. Claire Redfield. You're like, we get it. We know who you are at this point. Like, if you have to describe that that's Claire Redfield, you're done. I didn't know who they were, so it was helpful for the characters to say their names for me. (laughs) No, when someone said Leon S. Kennedy, did that mean anything to you, though? No, but it was funny when they said, does the S stand for stupid? (laughs) (laughs) We're not there yet. We're still at the other stuff. Okay. (laughs) Infinite Darkness does that thing of introducing everyone by full name very dramatically as if, like, their blatant character design did not give it away. I don't think any random person who's not into Resident Evil is checking out Infinite Darkness or Degeneration and being like, ah. Glad I stumbled across this. Okay, so that's a steer clear of is from you. Absolutely. So. Also, the new Netflix show is garbage, too. Well, let's talk about that. Oh, my God. So you did mention it stars Lance Reddick, who I love him in just about anything he's ever in. He's, he's my brother from another mother, Vincent D'Onofrio. Anything he's in, I will check out. Yeah, really good. Actually, he's probably the best part of this program, too. Even though he's somehow Albert Wesker in this weird alternate universe where Umbrella has started its own little town where every house is white, every car is white, and Wesker moves his two daughters, Jade and Anya, something like that. Anyway, yeah, Wesker brings both of his daughters. They move into this Umbrella compound, and it's kind of more of like a high school drama than it is a Resident Evil. And I think as a Resident Evil product, it fails. Is it interesting? Hmm... After episode one, I'll probably stick with it for a few more to see what I think. And even my wife was like, well, we've seen worse. I was like, you're not wrong. It's true. But I don't know if I'm going to stick with it all the way through. Shout outs to Mark's wife. Always bringing that (laughs) hot commentary in. And you know what? You are not wrong. We have seen much worse. Yeah. That's a box quote for it. You've seen worse. (laughs) I watched two episodes. You did. So you were further ahead than me. I wanted to give it one just to see what I thought. Do you feel like the the first one had any kind of like value as far as like hooking you? Because I I didn't feel the first episode had any kind of hook that made me like care to come back other than the fact that I was like, I should give this more than one watch. Let's break down exactly how this show kind of lays itself out. That's your breakdown. That's pretty good. So it takes place in like 2036 and also 2022. So it's like post-apocalyptic. No, it's like 2068 or 2050 something. No, they said it was 14 years since the end. Oh, was it? So, okay. Yeah, it's in the 2030s. And Man, my math sucks, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> We're not that far off from the 30s. Uh, it's weird to say. But yeah, uh, it start, in the future, there's this, this woman in a red jumpsuit who's like studying the zombies. I would say very lackadaisically. She's like 10 feet away from him doing Is a recording. Is she supposed to be our Ada Wong? No, I think she's one of the girls. I think she's Jade for the flashback. Okay. We go back to 2022. No, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. It's one of Wesker's kids. So the show is going to show us how the apocalypse happens and then the future character having to deal with this. Yeah. So it jumps between these two times. It's over the and over sins again. of the father type thing. Right. I like that we had a giant caterpillar. Resident Evil's known for its giant monster bugs. 
And I was like, oh, look, the show's going to go with kind of that quirkiness, right? Is it known for that? Yeah. Part oh. one had a giant snake. It had a great right shark in a lab. <laughs> giant spiders. Yeah, there's tons oh. of bugs Giant moss, giant mutated okay. animals and stuff like that and creatures are par for the course in a Resident Evil games. Dig it. So I was like, okay, all right, we're going to lean into that. But I mean, other than that, so far, you could remove all... Resident Evil from this program, and it wouldn't make a damn bit of difference. Has there been zombie dogs yet? One. Okay, well, that's Resident Evil, then they hit the highlights. <laughs> I feel like this movie suffers from show. Mia Jovovich, or this show suffers from the Mia Jovovich movies, where they basically want to make Umbrella out to be like utopian company of the future, as opposed to like just mega conglomerate company that basically has some shady shit going on behind the scenes. Yeah. You They're know, definitely going that angle. Yeah, that's know. every corporation and every video game for the last twenty yeah. years, or every product with the. Well, that's what I loved about uh, Umbrella and the, the original games and stuff like that. Is like Umbrella was just like this big company, and then behind the scenes, you're like, oh, they were in some bunkers doing some shady shit. That's fucked up. Oh wow, this goes way deeper than that. And then in the movies, it was all like, we're here to give you toasters that you don't have to look at. You know, like ah, touch screens that you can see through. Why did that become a thing in sci-fi? Screens you can see through. You know how hard it'd be to read, to read on those. I'm you, still. Waiting. I am so tired of looking at my toaster. Yeah, okay. I was about to say. I'm, I'm so ready for that. whatever. You guys know what <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. 2036 like, cannot get here fast <laughs> enough. Fucking toasters. <laughs> Toast something, yeah. you fuck. These eye-powered toasters. What a fucking trash idea. <laughs> right. Um, <sighs> the the show does have some scenes that I enjoyed. For instance, the one of the daughters gets bullied in school for being a vegan. I've seen a lot of the complaints being this is woke garbage. But I just roll my eyes when I see the term woke mm -hmm. used from any side at this point. Truth. It's overplayed. So, but yes, one of the characters is vegan. She's against animal cruelty, you know, all the numbers. Is anyone really bullying vegans in 2022, though? Uh, this show know. would make you think so. So they get in a fight. <laughs> 40 to 50 year old men who write scripts sure think so. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess when they were in high school, that probably was a thing that happened. Because I remember in the early 2000s, yeah, people bullied vegans. But now it's like, oh, no. you're a vegan. All right, whatever. Right. Well, it was D&D &D and comic nerds back in like the late 90s and 2000s in the game. It was like, yeah, you play D&D, &D, you fucking nerd. Beat them up. I'm waiting for the jocks to be the bullied. <gasps> you know, you want the tables to be turned? The whole turntables. Yeah. Uh, anyway, one of Wesker's kids is bullied, uh, and there's some retaliation, and both the daughter and the bully end up in the principal's office, or the, whatever, the counselor's office. The chancellor. Yeah. <laughs> and Wesker comes in and, like, starts throwing his weight around, right? Lance Hendricks is like, what do you Redding. do here, Dave? Not Lance Hendricks. Oh, Lance yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, that'd be so awesome. I'd love a buddy yeah. got flick with Lance Hendricks and Lance Reddick. We're going to call it two Lances. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he comes in and starts throwing his weight around. He's like, what do you do here, Dave? He's like, how many people can do your job? 10,000? How many can do my job? One. What if I called and got you blacklisted? And he's just like, he cowers down, backs down. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I really enjoyed that scene. So I kind of want to see like them reveal. I mean, we all know if you follow Resident Evil at all, Wesker is one of the big villains of the franchise. So I kind of want to see where the show's going to take him, and that's got me interested enough to watch a few more. I'm sure it'll know? get wilder close to the end, but I just, you know, again, this did not need to be a 10-episode or 8-episode series. That's kind of what is on the horizon for Resident Evil, at least for now. But let's talk about something that came out last year. Resident Evil 8. No, I'm just kidding. That came out two years ago, right? No, I think that was 2021. Oh, God, time is a mystery. That was the tall meme chick? Big oh. lady. Okay, mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City from 2021. So check back next week, and we'll have that episode ready to go. Thanks for joining us. See you then.